0: Hello people, this is the Mad Scientist Supreme talking today about global warming, global cooling and why we're not in an ice age. Well, this article comes from Science Focus Magazine sometime in 2022 page 81 How does Milankovitch cycles Affect climate. Milankovitch. Okay. Here's the thing. The U.S., or the U.S., the world, goes around the sun in pretty close to a circle. But the circle is not perfect circle. And we go through different systems. We go through something called... Um, well, with our orbit, sometimes is closer to the sun, sometimes farther away. The tilt of the Earth, as we go around the galaxy, right, right now, we're tilted during the summer. The northern part is tilted away from the sun, or toward the sun, but we're farther away from the sun. So the two are fighting against each other. We may be tilted toward the sun, but since we're farther away, we're getting less radiation. In the winter, we're tilted away from the sun, but we're actually closer to the sun. Well, through time, these cycles change. So during some parts of our history, when the north was tilted toward the sun, we were actually closest to the sun. Well, that would make it very warm and, of course, very, very cold in the winter. Well, if you go back for millions and millions of years, going through ice cores and ground cores and um, various research, um, deep sea um, sediment, you can look and see what the climate was throughout the history of the Earth. Well, most of the time... Most of the actual time that there's been life here on Earth, we have been in an ice age. Ice ages are the normal environment for the Earth. This interglacial warming that we're in now is a relatively recent event, and it should have been short in duration, and we should be already back into an ice age. But we're not. Well, if you go back, when we just started to go back into an ice age, and the world had warmed up, humans were proliferating all over the globe, and then the earth was starting to cool again, mankind started growing wheat. And in order to get great fields available to grow wheat... They burned down forests. Now, the forest fires that happened may have been intentional. That's the theory I read. But it also could have been inadvertent. I mean, you've got a lot of people starting a lot of campfires. Forest fires happen, But anyway, forest fires happened. Huge amounts of carbon was released into the atmosphere, which slowed down the cooling So it allowed humanity longer to develop more technology. Now, carbon dioxide is a good greenhouse gas, but it's not the best one. One that is many times better than carbon dioxide is methane. And methane is produced in relatively large quantities in very wet earth with a lot of life in it. Um, such as rice paddies when rice farming blossomed in southeast asia when that spread and people started damming up uh, streams in order to make large areas that are conductive to growing rice huge amounts of methane was released in the atmosphere which again warmed the planet and stopped us from going into an ice age And then the Industrial Revolution happened. A lot more carbon dioxide got released in the atmosphere, which stopped us from going into an ice age. Right now, there should be only a few thousand humans left on Earth because if we hadn't done these things, we would be deep into an ice age now where essentially all of Europe would be covered in ice. Most of North America, most of Asia, uh, huge amounts of southern Africa. The only areas that would be habitable would be a thin area around the equator. We should be in an ice age right now, but we're not because of human activity where we did do global warming. Well, global warming ended up being an incredibly good thing for humanity. We made the planet better for us. So, yes. Am I for global warming? Absolutely. Even the fact that we're getting it warmer and warmer now, when we should be going deeper and deeper into an ice age, I say, yes, let's do that. Let's make the world a better place. And we're getting warmer which means those areas in Russia, Ukraine, Canada, Alaska, that are normally not conductive for human life, suddenly huge areas become habitable once again. So, yes, global rising sea levels are going to displace some people, but look what happened after a massive hurricane in Galveston, Texas. Back in the early 1900s, there was a massive hurricane in Galveston, Texas. Killed a lot of people. Wiped out the island. What did they do? They didn't just say, oh, well, just rebuild where it was. They took down everything and trained in huge amounts of dirt and rock and built up that island so it was much taller than it originally was. They built an enormous seawall along the Gulf Coast so that when a next hurricane comes, it won't flood out everything because the island itself got built up. We could do that in New York and, and all the coastal cities around the world if they wanted to instead of just sitting back and saying, oh, there's nothing we can do. We're all doomed. Get off your ass and go do it. Fix the problem. Put in some dirt. Raise your house up a little bit. Each person can do can do so much. Well, that's my little spiel for today. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.